Water, earth, fire, air. Long ago, the four channels lived together in harmony. Then, everything changed when the streamers attacked. Only the podcasters, masters of all internet entertainment, could stop them, just like our non-existent sponsors. <laughs> but when the world needed them the most, they vanished. A hundred years have passed since we have done Gravity Falls, and Raul and I discovered a new show about an airbender named Aang. And although his airbending skills are childish and mildly annoying, he has a lot to learn before he inspires any show. But I believe <laughs> Aang can save our franchise. What's up, guys? Ah. Oh. I always like that intro. I love it. <laughs> yes, we literally did it because we were slap happy. Yeah. Also, welcome to my cabbages. Episode. Yeah. What is it? 15, 16? 15. 15. Episode 15. Bato, the water tribe. Yep. Water Bato, tribe. the water tribe. Mm-hmm. So we're nearing the end of the first season. Mm-hmm. And this is another one-off episode. But we do get a couple of flashbacks and some good character for Katara and Sokka. A little bit more about water, uh, water tribe culture. And also, I like kind of like Ang is the thing that he's going through in this episode. I like that. I like it in this episode and the next one that we're going to cover as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is Ang is going through some character arcs in this episode? Almost like <sighs> he's the main character, and they treat him as such. For me, Zuko is the main character. Zuko is the deuteragonist for me. In the sense that, well, he's the antagonist right now. And then, basically, he gets his own story. Uh, when we get to Zuko alone. That's a great fucking episode. That is a very good one. But yeah, um, what happens is... Um, the episode, uh, oh yeah, it started on, uh, it aired, I'm just going to edit all of this, um, it aired on October 7th, 2005, it was written by Ian Wilcox and directed by Giancarlo Volpe, a name that you will hear many times. I like him as a director, I don't think that I have noticed some of his episodes, I like him a lot, but also... I love that the show does that thing that the intro of like all of the elements and oh my brother and I discovered the avatar but we get that recap of that if you forgot about this this is important the thing about the necklace oh yes yeah I I watched it on Paramount Plus and Mm. I did not get any recap and they don't even have it for the DVDs or the Blu-rays oh I saw it on Netflix and Netflix has the whole recap I always like the recaps. Uh, the previously on Avatar. Avatar. Yeah. So this is basically an episode where Katara and Sokka meet a friend of their father's. Mm-hmm. He's basically his right-hand man. He was injured. And mm-hmm. um, well, the episode starts with a body of water and ra- mm-hmm. waves against rocks. Some subtle foreshadowing there. Mm-hmm. And there's a whale tooth scimitar, is what it's called. It's essentially just a big knife. Mm-hmm. And Ang finds it, and then Sokka sees it, and then uh, he looks at it, and it switches to a flashback mm-hmm. to when uh, maybe Sokka's Katara and Sokka's like father. Are, yeah, yeah, Katara and Sokka's father is leaving for war, and we see little Sokka. Mm-hmm. 
and we know this from the timeline because it this has, it says on the recap that the parents of Katara, uh, the the father of Katara and Saka, they he left like three or four years before what we're seeing right now in the timeline. Well, then Saka grew up real quickly. Mm-hmm. So then I also kind of like uh, I like that this is like um also like continuing that thing like we're still like discovering more. I like this. I like this about uh, this episode, but now we're finding out more about Katara and Saka though. I like this kind of like that painting of like we know more about them and I like this kind of like joke that they're talking to Bato and Ang is like oh yeah but I know this too and I was like yeah 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 Ang you just go to the corner well, it's the our whole time thing to shine is, it's like it's their culture and Ang mm-hmm. doesn't understand that mm-hmm. that's like if I tried to do that with your family obviously or or vice versa mm-hmm. it's just a it's just a cultural thing, mainly. Yeah. And it's not that they don't like Aang or whatever. No, they love him. But it's it's just some things are very personal. But it's also, this was the, the episode's kind of like, you could also see it as an in-joke that <coughs> this is not Aang's moments to shine. Like, we're talking about this. Yeah, I like that kind of like little joke. Mm-hmm. I like that. And, uh, they essentially do the Lord of the Rings thing where they find all these tracks and scratches and mm-hmm. weapons. And then he, they were like, it's a battle. The waterbenders or the water tribe warriors ambushed some firebenders, but they fought back and they drove them down the hill. Just remember so they Mary follow it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was expecting, did you know that Vito, Vigo Mortensen broke his toe when he kicked that helmet? Because every single Lord of the Rings fan has to bring it up whenever mm-hmm. that scene comes on in the Two Towers. And I did not knew that. No, this yes, is new information broke, for me. It's 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 the take that they went with where Vigo Mortensen broke his toe when he kicks the helmet and then he yells mm-hmm. in pain. But he used that. Wow. That's... Yeah, that, that whole production, the that two year production was crazy. But Damn, uh, so what happened is they follow the trail and then we see this water tribe ship mm-hmm. it's behind these rocks and they're just like no but it's part of our dad's fleet they're like well we're probably just gonna camp here for a bit and then it cuts to iroh and zuko having some tea mm-hmm. he's like a moment of quiet is good for your mental well-being and of course we hear this huge vibration and the tea goes right in zuko's face <laughs> Who do we get introduced to, Raul? Ah, we get introduced to ah this character, this like a uh, really beautiful woman, woman with large black hair, riding this monster uh, that looks like an enormous platypus, and uh, it's like uh. Um... I, I think we watched different episodes. Oh, this is because not the one? it is not. That's a sheer shoe. Ah, is it not the the one with the girl that is looking the thing with the scent? Or that yeah, oh no, that is that is what it is. That's what I'm saying. The platypus monster thing. It looks more like a mole with the face, and uh, I forget what a sheer shrew uh, is supposed to be. Yeah, her name is June. Yes, June is the best. And... Well, also because this is the moment when Iroh is thirsting over her. 
Oh, he thirsts over her bad. But he yeah. doesn't sexually harass her until the the end, sort of. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Iroh has been in that shit for like two years. He has been surrounded by a lot of men. Yes, he and, has. And his annoying nephew. He saw something different that morning. Yep. He, Iroh was thirsting over also the lady from the previous episode, the one that like foresees the future. He oh, yes. Aunt Wu. Yeah. But Iroh is also, he's a bit of a ladies' man. He's a player. He's got that, he's got that confidence. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not the ladies' man. That will go to Sokka, obviously. Oh, uh, that's... I will say that Iroh also got... He's no, no, Iroh is a pretty close second. Yeah. Iroh is a pretty, pretty close second. So yeah, we this see is this June. monster, and it's technically... I like, this is really interesting that this monster can locate people through scent. And so I was like, uh, we know that you have a stowaway. And so because like, there's no stowaways in my ship. And we see that with this monster, like you say, it looks like a mole, goes through the ship and he finds a, a stowaway from uh, from the air, the air room. And so it was like, uh, oh, yes, I, but I found him. But he's paralyzed. And because I think this is a thing that I remember specifically. I don't know if it was the monster or her throws something to paralyze the guy. Okay, okay, okay. So Shirshu is mm-hmm. apparently a combination of a giant anteater, a wolf, and a star-nosed mole. Got it. Okay. An ant. Yeah, and this one is named Nyla, which was mm-hmm. the name of um, one of the pets of one of the writers whom oh. they based the design of June off of. And yeah, she is voiced by legendary voice actress Jennifer Hale, who you have definitely heard somewhere mm-hmm. guarantee it yeah but, so she yeah it's, she it's says really my cool. shiru can smell that rat from a continent away and my was like whoa i'm impressed and then we see because we see june also like controlling the monster with a whip that's when the arrow got turned on and was like ooh, <laughs> i mean like <laughs> for it. sure for sure okay so uh june's design was inspired by staff writer lisa yang and her sure shoes name nyla is also the name of yang's rottweiler Ooh. That's where that's where we got it. I I like that. Um but what happens is they're like, oh, okay, that could be useful. Because mm-hmm. Nyla the Shirshu, if you get hit by her tongue, it paralyzes you. Only for like an hour. The tongue. That's the thing that I didn't remember. <laughs> yeah, for only for an hour. But it's enough for her to collect the reward. And so, so June's a pretty badass bounty hunter. She does not give a shit yeah. of anything, and it's awesome. And then they're like, "Huh, okay, we've got our eye on you." Mm-hmm. So then after that, um, this is when we meet uh, the the um, the friend of Osaka's uh, father. Ah, uh, but you mean Bato? The episode title? Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. No, we got the the flashback of Sokka saying goodbye to his dad, mm-hmm. and he said, "Being a man is knowing where you're needed the most." Mm-hmm. That's a very important lesson. He said, "For you right now, that's here protecting your sister." And then Sokka's crying because you know it's a kid, and it's just Jack DeSena doing the little kid voice. Yeah, and he's just like, "I don't understand." And he's like, "Someday you will, son." I'm going to miss you so much. And it's like, oh, 
We also see what Katara and Sokka's father, Hakoda, looks like. Mm-hmm. And um, gotta say, he's a good-looking man. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, then Bato comes up, and then he's, yeah, they're just he's like... He's not Bolin, though. No. No, Bolin is like, that's a whole another level. Oh. <laughs> but Bato is very happy to see them, and they're just like... He or he's like, you've grown so much. He's like, uh, is they're asking about their dad? Is he there? And he's mm. like, no, they're in the Eastern Earth Kingdom by now. Mm. But let's go inside a tent. Uh, and we see he's all bandaged up as well, so he got very injured. Mm-hmm. And he said, after I was wounded, your father carried me to this abbey, and the sisters have cared for me ever since. Mm-hmm. And they make their money by selling perfume mm-hmm. very important for the episode uh after that they go in and they have you ever have those meals that like you grew up with that are exclusive mm-hmm. to your culture for them it's the uh, prune soup <laughs> yeah oh uh it's it looked like that they were like oh all the pelts it looks just like home and i love mm-hmm. yang is like yeah nothing's cozier than dead animal skins that's a good joke <laughs> that, that is a good joke <laughs> oh stewed sea prunes which that just sounds nasty i know it looks so disgusting and i love that everybody's trying it out but ang is like Ugh. i like when ang has those weird reactions with his eyes those anime reactions like oh that looks ugly <laughs> yeah but yeah. And I love that we get into that that thing that I said. I was like, uh, oh, but, Catherine said, but is that true that you and that lasso an arte hippo? And, uh, and Bato's like, yeah, it was your father's idea. He dragged me along. And the, the, well, the hippo did the dragging. And I love that Ang is just looking at the stew. And I was like, well, I ride animals too. There was this one time when I rode a giant eel. And so I was like, so that was the time that you came up with the blubber fiasco. And, uh, and I love that everybody's interrupting Ang. I, I love that. Or Aang's interrupting them, and they're like, no, no, no. We were just trying to catch up. Mm-hmm. He's just like, Aang, you should probably put that down. That is a ceremonial headpiece. Mm-hmm. That's very fragile. And then, was it you or Dad that put an octopus on your head and convinced Grand Grand you were a water spirit? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I, your dad wore the octopus, but I did the spooky voice. <laughs> and whenever I hear him, so this actor's name is Richard McGonagall. There's uh-huh. a game series I'm a big fan of called Uncharted. Uh-huh. He plays Victor Sullivan, and it's oh. literally the same vo- voice. So, he's so all Sully I kept character. hearing was Sully. Nice. And it's really cool because he's like a father figure. And it's not Mark Wahlberg. It is not Mark Wahlberg with a mustache. <laughs> but yeah, then they go, it cuts to a seedy Earth Kingdom bar. Yeah. Cut to this. Well, uh, cut to June. She has a snake tattoo on her arm as well, and she's barely breaking a sweat over this dude that looks like is intentionally looks like Ryu from Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. And this guy's a big beefy dude, and she's she's like not she's giving not even him flinching. any. I, I, not even flinching. She's badass. She's so cool. Oh my god. I love that Suka's like, out of my way. You step aside, you felt and I was like, he means no offense. I started you bait regularly. He's just like, she goes, well, if it is my new friends, Angry Boy and Uncle Lazy. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you gotta pay me back. And she's just like, yeah, well, I'm a little short on money. 
and then she just beats the the guy and he goes and then goes drinks on me yeah <laughs> he's like money is not what i had in my i need you to find someone and it's katara's necklace it's back into play now mm-hmm. and she just goes what happened your girlfriend run off on you it's not and the girl this is the I'm moment after. when jj even saw this scene and that's the voice to put that in rise of skywalker <laughs> it's not the girl i'm after it's the bald monk she's traveling with <laughs> But, then, but June is a shipper. She's a Sutara shipper. Oh, it's no, like no, you no. to run away. No, she, she's attracting money. Because uh-huh. Iroh says, we'll pay your weight in gold. And she just goes, make it your weight. We got a deal. Damn. <laughs> Iroh's just laughing. He's just like, ah, all right, you got it. So the whole thing is that uh, Nyla the Shearshrew has incredible smell. Like a snake smell. Mm-hmm. But we see, the cool thing is we see her vision. Oh, like Jenna. And, for pillar liars, and it's uh, it's like black and white, but we get the like daredevil. It's pretty much like daredevil. We see the mm-hmm. the colored scent. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool that they showed that. It's really interesting, especially because Katara's scent is purple, and Ang's is blue. I really like that kind of like that nice detail though about the about the smell. Yeah. And uh, then it cuts to Bato and them. And it's, it's shown that they've been catching up for a while. And he just says, I got to tell you kids something. I'm expecting a message from your dad. Mm-hmm. And they're super excited. And, and Bato just goes, any, any day now I'm supposed to get it. He sent a message when they'd find a rendezvous point. If you wait until the message arrives, uh, you can come with me and see your dad. Mm-hmm. And then Sokka says, it's been over two years since we've seen dad. So... The fact that Sokka went from that little of a kid to a 16... That's bullcrap. Unless he decided to come back, like, occasionally. Who knows? But there's from that little kid to Maybe what Sokka looks like now... Spurt. He got a growth spurt? You don't know. In two years? From that little kid? I know kids grow like weeds, but not like that. It's like Sokka's, like, 16 years old. That kid, if he was, like, little and went off to the war he was no older than like six or seven yeah i would say eight so there's some little kids that they look like that like eight That's but true. and then after this we see that like they miss their father they want to know where, where where is he and i love that angles like a that they want to do that thing that that Saka was like a, he left so early I, we, I couldn't even do that that kind of like that part of the tribe Trying to find the name of the thing right now. Damn it. Oh yeah, but uh, Sokka is just like they're they're like that's great, but we gotta take Aang to the North Pole, mm-hmm. and we don't really have time for many more detours, especially a long one. And then Bacha just goes, "I'm sure your dad will understand, and be proud of his kids for helping the Avatar." And then and we then, see Aang is but, but Aang already left the. Mm-hmm. But this happens because they do the old cliche because um, Aang is leaving because he thinks that they're just going to abandon him mm-hmm. and go to his their dad. Mm-hmm. And then he's out on the boat. Or then it's like, oh, sure, we'd love to go. And then Aang leaves and it's like, but we can't do that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, exactly. oh, no, if only he stayed for five more, more seconds. Second. The uh, anvil of irony. Ah, uh, those romantic comedy setups. The misunderstandings. Yeah. I usually hate this, but I'm I'm okay with it. 
And this movie, episode has a liar reveal, technically. Oh, I hated it. <laughs> but it goes by very, very quick. So I'm more forgiving. And it makes more sense in the context of things. Mm-hmm. Because so, then we see this ostrich horse comes up. Mm-hmm. With the messenger. the messenger, voiced by Robin from Teen Titans Go. Oh, is uh, familiar. Mm-hmm. He's uh, appeared in the show before, and he appears in the next episode as well. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, here's a message. And there's, it's, it's a map to cut Tara and Sokka's dad. Mm-hmm. But he crumples the map. And he puts it in his clothes. So he keeps it a secret from them. Aang is being a bad boy. Oh, but then Katara rubs salt in the wound because he's just like, sorry, I was gone so long. And then Katara just goes, I didn't notice you left. Fuck you, Katara. And then she's just like, could go for some delicious sea prunes. And he's like, "Mm." (laughs) Hey, at least Katara didn't say my mother died because of the Fire Nation, though. Nope. But then we do some backtracking mm-hmm. because we get the herbalist from or the herbalist from Blue Spirit because mm-hmm. Nyla is tracking the scent, right? Mm-hmm. So it's going to where all of them were before. And I was like, Miyuki, did you get in trouble with the Fire Nation again? They kept meow. Again? <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, Avatar's been here, though. And then... Um. Oh, Ang threw the paper in the in the courtyard of the abbey. The mother superior is just like, "You should be ashamed of yourself, littering in the courtyard." <laughs> <laughs> and Ang is totally on edge. Mm-hmm. It's not like him to keep a secret or lie, so it is killing him. Mm-hmm. And it just shows how pure of a spirit he really is. Mm-hmm. And then they do the. Uh, traditional the the rite of passage for the young men mm-hmm. the ice dodging the ice dodging that's the thing i couldn't remember yeah because that's the thing like a lot of young men has to go through that in the water tribe and Sakura was like well i didn't even get to do it number so he's like you know what we're gonna do it right now yeah it's a rite of passage thing mm-hmm. again it's a cultural thing because mm-hmm. there's lots of rites of passage and this is one of them and mm-hmm. I feel like this would be very accurate to like Inuit tribes as well. Mm-hmm. It's like when you turn 14, your dad takes you out to go ice dodging. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then uh, we cut into Soku and June and they're now in Makapu, Makapu village when when you see Anwu and June is like, wow, the grandma has spent a lot of time here. We had no time for this. this she did spend a lot of time in Anwu's. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, and was like, can I care to hear your fortune, handsome? I was like, ah, oh, and Maya is just not really one big surprise left. And I just, and I just, I soon leave it a mystery. And he's like smiling at Angu and I'm like, look at you, Iroh. Look at you. <laughs> Laying on that, uh, that charm. Uh-huh. Yeah, here. Bato goes, ice dodging is a ceremonial test of wisdom, bravery, and trust. Trust. Mm-hmm really emphasizes that word and ice dodging was done by weaving a boat through a field of icebergs Mm -hmm. but they don't so instead they're gonna go with jagged rocks great right he's like Sokka you steer and call the shots Katara Mm -hmm. you secure the sail and 
Kang. You the winds can be brutal and be brave. But yeah, he said, uh, call the shots and lead wisely, Aang. You control the jib. Without your steady hand, we all go down. Your position is about trust. Mm-hmm. You heard he's that? Like, yeah, he's, like, heard that. <laughs> he's like, why wouldn't I know that? I'm the Avatar. I know about trust. Mm-hmm. And then he says, like, I, I can't okay. fail. I can't I do anything. I love this thing about Bato. He's like, uh, this has to be done right, and I cannot help him just sitting down. And I was like, damn, this is a nice test. And well, then yeah, Saka's like, passage. Saka's like, Isabo uh, on the jib. Katara, steady. And let's sail. Katara, give him some room. And I was like, uh, I was like, uh, help him to leave. Help him to leave. And I was like, what does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, the um, Saka, of course, manages to do it very wisely mm -hmm. and they they manage to they have a nice little scene mm -hmm. and like, uh, Saka, you're reproving yourself i was like you and they continue because Saka was like i'm gonna need air in that sail because they, the test array was done but Saka wants to prove that he can do it even better and the bat the battle was like the spirits of the water bear witness this march for Saka, the mark of the wise the same mark as your father katara the mark of the brave your courage inspires him for Ang, the mark of the trusted. You're now an honorary member of the Water Tribe. And then comes the Avatar Blue movie mo mm -hmm. moment where it's the liar revealed yep. moment. Because much like in that movie when Jake Sully became a member of the Emotakaya and then had to have yeah. the liar revealed here, Ang has to do the same thing. He said, mm -hmm. you can't trust me. And then he takes out the map and he said, Messenger gave this to Bato. I was afraid you would. And then, of course, Sokka, rightfully so, is very angry. Mm -hmm. And he said, how could you? You can go to the North Pole on your own. I'm going to find Dad. And then Sokka just goes, Katara, are you with me? And for once, she's like, I'm with you, Sokka. Because, yeah, it's their dad. It's a personal thing. But I love how Bato is just like, I think you, like he says, I think you should. He's like, no, no, just you gotta understand his position in that that's what i like about bato is that he's a very calm dude he's very reasonable he's just a good uh authority figure mm -hmm. as well he's a very well he's a reasonable adult but i like the hesitation on katara though that she's looking at ang so disappointing she's like i'm with you second i'm like oh yes i love this i love this kind of like uh those this kind of scenes of like betrayal and like you're choosing your own like a position i'm like i love this it's like no betrayal you deceived me me how could you but then uh ang is getting ready and then katara comes up and she just says good luck he's like yeah you too i think i should be going now and the mother superior is like yeah that'd be best yeah Ooh. And, and I was like, I'm going to need you, Momo. And we just move like, mm. and then we see that. We see from afar, they see that they're, they, June and Suka are getting close. I was like, uh, and Katara was like, uh, the wolf, uh, the wolf sounds so sad. And it was like, I was like, maybe it's wounded. And we see that Bato, they're walking away. I was like, you know, it's being separated from his pack. And I understand the pain. It's how I felt the Water Tribe Warriors had let me behind. They were my family. And being apart from them was more painful than my wounds. Hint, hint. Mm -hmm. And then Sokka's just like, ah, damn it, we gotta go back, don't we? 
And he's just like, Vato, just tell my dad. And he's like, he'll understand. Mm-hmm. He'll understand. But it was nice to see you kids again. And you will you will meet your father again. Yeah. And, and we see that. I, I, I think of the Game of Thrones quote with the wolves where the lone wolf dies, but the pack survives. Ah, that's a good line. Yeah, that's a really good moment. And then we see that Aang is with Momo and Appa. I was like, like, I think we're going along, guys. And then we see the Mario Superior. Avatar, you must leave. Oh, yes, I know. Everybody wants me gone. So like, no, a group of people came up the Abbey looking for you. It's like a fierce looking woman came for looking for you with a horrible monster and a young man with a scar. Zuko. Yeah, the beast was using the scent of a necklace to follow you. Katara! Because he realizes, oh, Zuko still has the necklace. Mm-hmm. And uh, they uh, ambushed Katara and Sokka on their way back because Bato's already gone. He served his purpose for this episode. I love Juno. It was like, uh, when they have a Katara right there in the corner, I was like, ah, oh, this is your girlfriend. No wonder she left. She's way too pretty for you. And I'm like, I was just like, this is for you. I'm like, <laughs> this is a really nice Sotara moment, and I love it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Oh, I love the line that happens afterward when Sokka's like, we split up, he's long gone. And then Zuko goes, how stupid do you think I am? And he just goes, <laughs> pretty stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he walked right into that one. Yeah. Come on, Zuko. And then they're just like, oh, uh, they have a different scent. Um, because now they have Aang's scent. Mm-hmm. Or something that the Avatar held. And they look at the map uh, from Sokka's pe- um, pack because mm-hmm. it was the map to their dad and since Aang has for such a long time it has his scent so they just mm-hmm. use that to track Aang to the Abbey and then after that we get ourselves a pretty awesome action scene and a lot of it is Aang's kung fu style bagua mm-hmm. which is essentially you know making circles around your enemy and there's a lot of movement where you don't do a lot of offensive, it's a lot of defensive, mm-hmm. and you use your own enemy's power against you. And we see that Zuko is also... In, uh, we knew Aang was incredibly agile, but Zuko mm-hmm. is also... He's got a really good technique. Really good form. Like, he he's not useless. He just can't get over Aang, because Aang is so fast. Mm-hmm. And he does manage to get the necklace back that cool mm-hmm. slow-mo in the air when it's on his foot and then he grabs it mm-hmm. and of course uh obviously kicking zuko's ass by throwing him against the wall with air bending mm-hmm. goes down a well and shoots him up f- with the water bending and then zuko just yeah. plops right outside of it you love the cup the katarin saka that was like a, you know what we need to this thing is a knows everything by scent. We need to confuse it, and so they get all of the balls of perfume from uh, from this tribe, and they put it away around. They throw it away, and Katara uses a uh, that water bends a huge wave of this perfume to confuse the Nyla, this monster, and when she's about to kill Ang with the tongue. Oh, that guy. The, the, oh no, it's not going to kill Aang. It's just going to paralyze him because yeah, it did paralyze, paralyze Katara and Sokka. So, so that's why that's him. why they aren't fighting is because they can't move their limbs. Mm-hmm. And so, and then Aang is so like, it's about to paralyze Aang, but I love all of the different colors and the muscles. Like he's so he's so then confused. Yeah, and then it starts just flicking his tongue out. It gets Zuko, and then it even gets June. And Iroh's like, no. And yeah. he classes. 
and then they managed to get out of there. But uh, Zuko just goes, line. Uncle, I didn't see you get hit with the tongue. Shh. And then it immediately cuts to June's eyes opening and she's pissed. <laughs> but but Iroh got his moment. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like, they're like, like, June looks so damn hot, like holding Iroh's chest. And he's like, I got my moment. The person here. that they got for the live action series, Arden Cho. Mm-hmm. It's a good choice. Let's just say that. Oh, wait until you see who they got for the princess. Yes, there's a princess in this series. If you've seen uh, the recent movie Prey, it's the main girl from her. Oh, she's going to be the princess? Yes, she is. Oh, that's cool. Pretty good. Uh, I can understand why Sokka would want to fall in love with a girl like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... What happens is they're like, where are we going now? And they're like, we're going to the North Pole. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, we've already lost some time. And then Aang is like, don't you want to see your dad? And they're like, yeah, of course we do. But mm. you're our family too. Like Fast and Furious. Uh, the family just family. keeps getting bigger. <laughs> and you need us more. Mm-hmm. And there's, and then Katara says, and we need you. And Aang is like, I could give you a little piece of home, Katara, something to remind you. And then he shows the necklace. And I was like, uh, it's just a little trinket. I was like, uh, but how do you get it? Uh, and I was like, Suko asked me to be sure that you, that I got it from you. And Katara was like, oh, that's so sweet of Suko. Can you give him a kiss for me when, when you see him? <laughs> and then we that's got a little our, cute moment. And then we got our Katang moment where she kisses him on the cheek and he blushes. Boo! And then... Uh, then they fly off into the horizon. Mm-hmm. They tend to do that a lot in the first season. Flying That's off true. There is a lot of flying into the horizon. Well, it's a good ending shot. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you... apparently there was a deleted scene. More but um, it follows the scene where Zuko and Iroh meet June for the first time. Ooh. But it really doesn't serve much. It's just... Uh, it's more of Aang questioning about... Uh, how long they've seen their father. And, but that uh, line, though, I didn't saw you getting hit by the tongue. <laughs> it's so funny and out of nowhere. <laughs> Once again, I were thrown in those little gems. But it has a little subtext. It does. <laughs> yeah, that is Bato of the Water Tribe. We got some continuity. Um, yeah, Katara's necklace. She lost it in the sixth episode. Mm-hmm. Nine episodes later, she gets it back. Mm-hmm. And the herbalist and her cat, Miyuki, uh, make an appearance. She's seen gathering herbs near the ruins of Taku, which is where they were at. Um, and then they make a stop at Aunt Wu's village at Makapu. Mm-hmm. And spends a lot of time there, yeah. Uh, well, in the scene where June... yeah. We went over this Ryu from Street Fighter. There, in the same scene, there's a woman in the background who looks somewhat like a character named Jin. If you've seen the tales of Ba Sing Se, mm-hmm. Zuko's tale. Uh, according to iTunes, this is the lowest rated episode. However, really? many believe it to be the Great Divide. I remember, yeah, this is actually one of the lower rated episodes. This is a really cool fucking episode. And this is the first episode in which appa actually engages people in combat we forgot about how appa he took a couple uh tongues to the face before he got knocked out Mm -hmm. 
and he uses his size and his ability to airbend because yes, Appa can airbend. I didn't know that. That's cool. Well, yeah. Where do you think airbenders learned it from? No, but you said Appa. Yeah, yeah. He's a sky bison. I think just because he flies, he can airbend. Well, they explain it later in the series, but yeah, that was Bato the Water Tribe. I don't have much to say about it. It was better than I remembered it. It's still mm-hmm. one of like this is that weird period of the series where the episodes are fine. For me, I like this episode because it's doing that thing of like uh, getting you all of that little stuff from those self-contained episodes that they were really important. Like seeing those like all of the uh, all of the other towns. I like that detail. I also like that we know more about Saka and Katara. And also those little moments. That's why I'm like, I totally forgot about the moment about the time. And that's a really good moment of viral. Hey, for me, June, she's like 25. We don't know her age. So <laughs> Iroh was getting game. He he went he he also liked the old women down woo. So Iroh likes everything. Iroh just loves life, man. Mm-hmm. And so she... you can't fault him for that. No, I like this episode. Um, I'm gonna give it an eight. You know what? I'm gonna give it an eight too. This is a really good episode. So yeah, outside of that, I think we're done. Yeah. For this episode of my cabbages. So where can the good people? No cabbages die in this episode. Yeah, that is. Uh, you want to do the plugs? Yeah, as always, you can find me at RobertRDC on Twitter, Instagram, and on Letterboxd at RobertRDC. Please follow us and SYNSPOT on Twitter. And as always, you can also please give us an next review on Apple, Spotify, Google, and the other ones. And yes, we are really tired. And you really? <laughs> um, you can follow me on Twitter and Letterboxd at MasterofPuns196. You can also follow me on Instagram at BillyBathens batson's lightning on like i said on instagram uh mm-hmm. nothing is capitalized uh you can also follow us on our main show twitter like raul said at sync pod and give us a five star and just write a review on apple Podcasts as well as google stitcher spotify soundcloud anchor wherever podcasts are listened to and as always see you next summer dun, 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 dun.